0: I'm Hannah and I'm Sarah and as you should know by now we're the travelling two <laughs> and uh, we're now in Sydney and um, so we're recording this at Nomads Hostel in Sydney Central
1: in a random little cinema room that we've requested. It's actually quite nice. I quite like Yeah, we needed some peace and quiet because. We're in an 8-bed dorm, so you can't be recording a podcast there.
0: No. So So this is our little space to record Mm -hmm. for tonight. Yeah. So we were still camping from Monday to Friday. We only arrived in Sydney on Friday. So on Monday, we started by going to Australia Rock, Mm -hmm. which is like a, a massive rock formation. Australia Rock is in Naruma, and it was really cool. We kept driving up
1: the east coast basically um we stopped at bateman's bay which we were hoping we'd be able to hire some kayaks at yeah but it didn't seem very likely um we camped there overnight and then on tuesday we drove another two and a half hours up north to jervis bay not sure if it's jervis don't know if it's jarvis all the australians seem to call it jervis i'd only ever heard of it as
0: jarvis bay yeah so whichever one doesn't matter. On Tuesday, we went to Hyams Beach, and we did a walk along the coastal path. I think it was called White Sands Track, and it went along all the beaches and led to, to Hyams Beach. Yeah,
1: and Hyams Beach is really famous. It's supposed to have,
0: like, the whitest sand. Um, it didn't. I think it's been ruined by the floods and uh, all of... Um, Jervis Bay has had uh, had really bad flooding and the water was really dark and really gross. Yeah, a lot of kelp has washed up on the shore and uh Himes Beach had uh, was, like so much kelp on it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's just it's such a shame like we were really hoping Jervis Bay was going to be such a lovely like we've heard so much about it it's got really mm. clear blue water like you can snorkel and kayak and yeah, do all these amazing diving. things. But nothing was really happening because of the whole flood situation making the water all murky Mm -hmm. and not possible Mm -hmm. to do things.
0: Yeah. So that was a shame. But on Wednesday, we managed to get into Boudarou National Park, Mm -hmm. um, which is the national park in Jervis Bay. Um, And we were camping at a place called Green Patch Campsite, um, which is right on the beach, Mm -hmm. which was really nice. And uh, we drove around all over the national park and went to a few different beaches around there mm-hmm. um we stopped at the uh, botanic gardens uh, mm-hmm.
1: um
0: again it wasn't as nice as we were hoping yeah and also we had quite bad weather that day yeah it was very wet um which is an ideal weather for beaches so we drove to kiama next we
1: were originally hoping at the beginning of the week we did mention it in the previous podcast as well that we were going to do jervis bay for two days and then blue mountains for two days But we realised on Monday morning, when we were about to drive up to Jervis Bay, that...
0: Well, firstly, Jervis Bay um, National Park was closed at that point. So we couldn't stay there um, straight away. So that was why we needed to stay in Jervis Bay Wednesday night, which is what we did. Um, And then the second thing was that the Blue Mountains also had closures because of the floods. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would have been difficult to camp there yeah
1: so instead we just had to basically um go slowly towards sydney because we jervis bay is only two hours away from sydney Mm. but it was still lovely like we went to Kiama blowhole so this like it's like a natural um rock formation where the waves shoot up and
0: and then we went to manamura manamura rainforest yeah we also went to Carrington Falls, um, which was also really lovely. So actually, I think going slowly between Jervis Bay and Sydney worked really well because otherwise you would have missed out these things that we did on like Thursday and Friday morning, which mm-hmm. actually were were really nice stops. And yeah, like I we
1: loved Munamura,
0: Rainforest. Yeah, and also I really liked uh, um, Kiama, and uh, they had another um, outdoor public swimming pool mm-hmm. which was very similar to Burmagui, which we went back to after going to the falls and had a little swim. sunset swim.
1: Yeah that was lovely.
0: It was really nice.
1: And then Friday was our last day camping. So sad. Just... Uh, we had to say bye to Juju. Yeah. Um, so in the morning we treated ourselves and instead of our typical porridge we had pancakes! It was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was actually so good. We bought the little pancake mix um, that you can get like on pancake day or whatever and it was actually surprisingly good. They were just so
0: good, like they fried up so well on the gas stove. We yeah, with lots of banana, they were great. Yeah. <laughs> We drove down Grand Pacific Drive and we stopped at a couple of viewpoints along there. One was called Board Hill Lookout. We went to um The Seacliff Bridge. The Seacliff Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um which was really cool. I like that. That was like just a bridge like right on the side of a mountain on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um you had a really nice view from there. And
1: you can do like paragliding from there and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And then after that we drove to the Royal, Royal National Park and we went to this waterfall that was like so hidden down this uh, track. It was called Winifred Falls uh, and that was just before we had to get back to get into the city Mm -hmm. to drop Juju off. uh.
1: Yeah, so we dropped Juju off, said bye, had to carry all of our stuff. Well, we we got an Uber. (laughs) Yeah, we got an Uber to our hostel. So, like we said last week, we were staying at the original Backpackers Hostel so we only booked two nights just in case we weren't a big fan of the hostel it was or lucky <laughs> <laughs>
0: or we wanted like a change of plans so the original backpackers hostel was in an area of sydney called king's cross which is i thought was like quite a traveler young person like nightlife kind of city mm-hmm. actually i think it's a bit run down and like doesn't have loads there. The hostel was had like it was quite full the hostel. Mm-hmm. But the actual area isn't that central. No, it was a good half an hour walk into the city in the morning. Yeah, yeah so we stayed there, um on Friday and Saturday night and Friday when we after we arrived we went also to Friday night dinner um which was in Rose Bay in Sydney, which was also a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Um, there wasn't particularly travelers or students. Um, it was much more community feel, mm-hmm. but it was re- still really nice of them to like host us. Um, yeah, there was a lot of Israelis there. Lots of good food. <laughs> lots of good food. Yeah. It was very relaxed. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a nice like. First it was nice night to just settle just to, like not like, have to work, yeah, not, not have
1: to cook and, and everything. And yeah. yeah, And then on Saturday, so we walked into the city center. um... It was we, a bit cloudy walking in, so I think it kind of tainted our view of Sydney walking mm-hmm. in. Like, I thought, it's as, as just first impressions, we both thought, oh, this is not as nice as Melbourne at all. Like, we much prefer Melbourne. But now, I think that's changed a bit. Like, I do like Sydney
0: now. I think it's more the weather. Like, mm-hmm. that day, like you say, the weather was, a bit, like, it was a bit grey, and it, it wasn't so nice out, and we weren't... We didn't love it when we first walked out, whereas mm-hmm. I think in Melbourne it was like gorgeous when we first arrived, so yeah. we loved it straight away. But now that we've had a few more sunny days and uh, and also now we're staying in the centre in and the centre, like yeah. right more I feel more in the hub of it. Like I'm really liking it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: probably still maybe prefer in Melbourne, mm-hmm. like overall. But I think Sydney's lovely so far. We did a lot of walking on Saturday. Yeah, we, like around like, like most of the main city i'd say
1: yeah so we Um, went to darling harbour had a walk around there we went to the opera house sydney harbour bridge um, and the botanical gardens a little bit of that as well like we spent the whole day out like we left at 10 a.m and it only came back at 10 p.m yeah
0: yeah i just out wandering the city like all day we Mm -hmm. went to the opera house bar um it's the bridge's nineteenth anniversary, so we saw like a light show, and there was fireworks over the harbor. Mm. Um, it was so lovely,
1: like just watching the sunset and looking at the opera house and also having the view of the bridge, mm. like it was all just stunning, yeah, it was just really, really nice
0: and then we actually decided to go out Saturday night as well, yeah. um, so we came back to the hostel, like quickly got changed, had a bottle of wine,
1: and then went downstairs and. There were a couple of people about, like, some German guys that we got chatting to, and it was, yeah, really fun. We haven't
0: been out at all yet, Mm -hmm. travelling, like, out-out, so it was fun to have a dance, just be, see the nightlife in Australia. And then, even with going out and very little sleep, we still got up Sunday morning and uh, went to the zoo. We weren't too sure about whether we
1: should do the, there's the free attractions pass where you do, like,
0: for... Because it's the Sydney Tower Eye, right? the um, wildlife, uh, the Aquarium, uh, and Madame Tussauds. Madame Tussauds. Uh, but
1: the Madame Tussauds, the wildlife, and the sea life were all right next to each other. It and it just seemed sense, like so. it would have been so small inside. And also just, I didn't understand how they had the big five. Like, right in the centre, it just seemed a bit wrong. Yeah. Um, so we didn't, We decided not to go for that, and we went to, to
0: Zoo instead. So you get a ferry from Circular Quay. Across the harbour to Taronga Zoo, which is like one of the top things to do in Sydney, um, and it's a good zoo. Mm-hmm. They have they have everything there. We saw like amazing koalas climbing trees. They had a really good seal show. Um, yeah, the seal show was amazing. Yeah, it was really really good. But really, it's a, it's a zoo. I wouldn't say it was a must do. Yeah, it was good it was fun it was a really nice day out like it was really sunny out so mm. like it was nice to walk around and
1: yeah it was boiling but yeah it's just another zoo in another city like yeah. you don't
0: have to go yeah, okay. and
1: then in the evening we switched our hostels yeah. so we took all our luggage um we went to base hostel which is where we're at now and we are planning to stay for the next three months
0: so base or nomads is a, a well-known chain sort of hostel in australia and uh, it's quite nice. It's a bit more, I'd say, modern than maybe original backpackers. They're just a bit more helpful as well. Like the, the there's an yeah, actual the, check in desk. Because an actual check in desk, there's an actual information. Like there's an app that you use so you're like twenty four seven to unlock your doors and, 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 and stuff. Able to contact them as well. Yeah, it's it's just a lot more.
1: Helpful,
0: yeah. I think that's the, the kitchen difference. space is much bigger, mm-hmm. um, has a lot more facilities. Like the other one only had like one sink, one cooker, and it was tiny and outdoors and a bit, a bit broken, yeah. But yeah, it's it's nice. So it's we're in a p- dorm of eight, um, but actually, there's only two other girls in there at the moment, and it's quite good being in a bigger dorm because mm-hmm. uh, the rooms are like really big, yeah.
1: We're quite surprised by how, like, there are travelers, but not as many as we thought
0: that there would be especially for Sydney like Sydney is a place to go to in Australia yeah and we thought maybe now there would be a lot of a lot more travellers arriving and being here and travelling up the east coast but I don't think it's the case I just don't think like there's loads and loads of travellers travelling at the moment like mm-hmm. I don't think there are people are still putting it off a bit I think so so then that evening we went to Moonlight okay. Cinema
1: so it's just basically an outdoor cinema in Centennial Park in Sydney, and we watched *Death on the Nile*, which is actually so like a really good
0: film. Yeah, it's um, an Agatha Christie murder mystery. Yeah, it's just a really nice like to sit in the park under the stars. It wasn't super super cold, mm-hmm. and just
1: yeah, we just watched some chocolate,
0: bought... popcorn. So, popcorn. Great, which was just a nice night. Yeah. So this morning we had a nice lay in. Um, and we spent, we had quite a chill morning, uh, spent it doing just some jobs, we did our laundry, and then we headed out um, to Manly Beach, so we got a ferry, again from Circular Key, which was a bit longer to get to Manly, it's about a 25 minute ferry, mm-hmm. and uh, you arrive in Manly Wharf, and uh, then we just spent the whole day, the whole afternoon, just chilling on Manly Beach. Yeah, yeah it was lovely, just
1: completely just lay down there, sat there for hours,
0: Manly's known for its surfers, we just sat there watching um, people people surfing, some kids learning to surf. um, Yeah. It was was, lovely. Yeah, just a really nice chill day. And
1: then just got the ferry back. The ferries are actually really good here. Um, You can, like a little bit expensive but you can just use the same travel card for the trains and the buses as you can for the ferry. Yeah, Um, it's really easy. Yeah, and just a lovely way to
0: get around the city. Yeah, it's so nice. Like, coming back from Manly Beach, it was, like, golden hour, sunset kind of time, and it, you're still, like, you're on the harbour, you're by the bridge, you're by the opera house. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just really nice. Really nice,
1: yeah. So, on to our tips and our tales of the week. Um,
0: my tip is the, your inability to multitasker. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it happens a lot that, if you're doing something... Uh,
1: I think I'm a good multitasker. No,
0: I've now decided it was better. You know earlier when like, you started typing a message and I was then saying like... Yeah. I just decided I won't say something until you're finished. Uh, typing a message is different though. To like... Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's multiple times. So like, okay, just for today... <laughs> let's, let's, sure just say for today <laughs> let's just say today. If you're on the phone... She's not very good at being on the phone and able to do everything, but she still tries, and then she's just kind of about. (laughs) Because, like, we are trying to make breakfast, and she wants to try help, but she's also on the phone, and then it's just like, I'll just do it, I'm fine.
1: It's just because, when I'm on a call, I still, like, I'm aware that you're making breakfast, and I want to be helpful. Yeah. And I want to join in too. But then I can't talk to you and be on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I get that. So I can't ask you what you want me to do. So then I'm like, maybe I'll try and do something. She'll try and just
0: do it. But then she'll like, I can't. try and be looking at the camera and talking and doing something. And it doesn't work. Yeah,
1: it doesn't
0: quite work. He's um, just mainly if you're thinking about something else, or you're like, actively like, on your phone or doing something, then you might as well just like, i just got to wait. Zone out,
1: yeah. Like,
0: you're just, you're focused on that thing and you can't, like, listen to something else. Okay, I'll take it.
1: I've
0: just decided. I'll take it. It's more like, I've learned. Maybe it's more lesson learned to just wait for your attention. And then
1: I'll hear
0: you. Before speaking, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. My tip for you is more, I'm not going to call it faffing. I'm not going to call it Dawdling, but I just feel like I wait for you more than you wait for me.
0: Ooh, <laughs> contentious. <But> contentious.
1: <laughs> when we were in the camper van and we were getting ready,
0: knew <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh, I fe- go on,
1: carry You would always be ruffling through your suitcase for a while, and I'm just like, pick some shorts, pick a top, get out. We need to get going. <laughs> I feel like I'm more like, like... Because your stuff was the other side and I knew that was when you were that you were going to feel trapped
0: because it so was... Because I can't the, get out. and can't
1: get I out. can't get out and get on and, and I, do stuff because I don't mind, I don't mind waiting for you as long as I can do something else too in order for it, the time to be productive. Okay. When else? When you're getting ready. It's just when
0: you're getting ready, you can be a bit slow. I can think of two times a day that you've been waiting. There was one at the beach where I was getting the sand out of the bag. Yeah. And you were already, you had your bag done. Yeah. And then there was when I lost my shaver.
1: Yeah.
0: Other than that though, I have to say. I feel like I can't say much because I know this is going to bite me in the bum and I
1: do faff a lot as well.
0: You faff so much. And it's not even faffing. It's like, it's the in and the out. It's the I'm ready. No, I'm not no, ready. No, I haven't either. done
1: that at all on this holiday.
0: Oh, after bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I literally did
0: it just before. No, it's not even more like, it's not even that you
1: remember, it's that I remember stuff and then have to send you back. <laughs> no, but like, okay, the microphone, that's normally in your bag, so I would expect you to get it. That's why I didn't think about it. I did get it. I thought that's what we went back for. Uh, no, that's. What not. did we go back for? You went back for your journal. journal. Oh, yeah, that was my thought, Yeah, Exactly. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or it's like
1: oh,
0: I've got everything, and I'm like, where's the purse? And you have to get the purse. It's more like I maybe that isn't the same thing as. It's not the same thing because that's like your bad memory.
1: Maybe that's, that's a bad memory. Whereas you know everything that you have to do. You're just doing it a lot slower. No, that's why it takes you longer. Be doing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you like, just a bit slow. <laughs> and it, like up? <laughs> okay. Because yes. I want to get out and I want to eat and I then...
0: want <laughs> Should I do a second dip? <laughs> Sarah gets angry. <laughs> and maybe that has to do with if I'm being
1: slower because I'm trying to gather everything. When I'm hungry, there's no stuff <laughs> You have to. I need food. She's so miserable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she gets so sad when she's hungry. And then she doesn't. Chat as much,
1: and she's just a bit sad. Yeah, no food, Sarah. It's not good. It's not Sarah. good.
0: Okay, I will try be more speedy. Understood. Point taken. <laughs> Thank you. Let's move on to our tales for the week. So the first tale is of our
1: unfortunate dolphin tour. So in Jervis Bay, we booked a dolphin tour. It was only twenty eight dollars, which is about 15, 16 pounds in the UK. So not that expensive for
0: the promise of seeing dolphins. 95% certainty that we would see dolphins the day before they had seen 41. Yeah. What did we see? Zero. A penguin head. Yeah, <laughs> that is all we saw. All we saw was a penguin head. And the closest I got to a dolphin was Sarah's noise in my ear throughout the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an hour and a half on a boat.
1: Like, yeah
0: getting seasick
1: not seeing any dolphins and it was supposed to be complimentary tea and coffee
0: which had no milk no we were just not very happy about the dolphin tour. it was a very sad trip and disappointing and still on the wildlife uh, um, experiences uh, dolphins haven't been ticked off the lift yet yeah that's true but they couldn't
1: help it it was because of the floods and I'm sure no normally... no it
0: was nothing to do with the floods I think it, it was. was just unfortunate they saw 41 the day before. Yeah, but no, but they
1: said it's harder to find because they're, they're travelling more uh, because of the floods.
0: Yeah, they, they did say that it's harder to find because the water's murky and the dolphins are travelling more in the bay because of the floods. Yeah. But we still couldn't they see any dolphins. Promised, so. They shouldn't have promised no that. I work, think so. they should have given us our money back.
1: Yeah, I do agree with that. I want my money back. Our second tale of the week is. Winifred Falls, whatever is it called? it's Winifred. called. I think it's Winifred. So, this is the, t- the tale of Winifred Falls, the many this falls. This is the
0: tale of Winifred Falls. <laughs> this
1: is the tale of the many falls at Winifred Falls. Oh, yes. I see
0: what you've done there.
1: Um, so, we decided, so this is about Friday when we went to the Royal National Park and we thought, oh, it'd be really nice to go to this waterfall that said on Google Maps it was only a 15-minute walk
0: down there. Yeah. It was a very hot day. Um, we started the trek. We weren't personally prepared for this trek. We no. were in flip-flops and shorts and carrying our uh, lovely cheese and French onion sandwiches, <laughs> crisps and water, just uh, going for a nice stroll down to a waterfall. It was very rocky um, and very downhill. And it was quite swampy, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Hannah does not have the ability to balance
0: very well. On a stick, I'm sorry. (laughs) Can I just mention, when we say balance, I'm quite capable of walking. Can do that perfectly well. We were trying to balance on a stick, and no, I don't have the capacity to balance on a stick. Yeah, because it was swampy
1: and the only way to cross and not get too muddy. Like, we either had the choice of being completely in the mud, Mm. or crossing over on some
0: sticks and And the better choice for me would have been to just take my flip flops off and walk through the water and a bit of swamp and be a bit dirty because i was getting dirty anyway yeah (laughs) and i could have just envisioned it happening but when sarah was balancing on this stick getting across this little swampy part which you had to do by the way multiple multiple times just to get (laughs) down there um but this one particular one Sarah said, yep, you've got this, you can do it, Keep go for it. And then you're meant to walk across and then jump. And I was doing it, and I said, I can just envision, I'm going to go flat on my face here, covered in mud. She was like, nope, you've got this. What happened? <laughs> it's because you have shorter legs. And tried, can... to, tried doing a jump at
1: the end, didn't quite land it, in the mud. Yeah, not completely. It was your leg and a the, bit of your hand the entire of my
0: both my legs yeah were gross and
1: dirty yeah it was okay and my sandwich you cleaned up was in finished. the waterfall afterwards and then the trek back you
0: learnt from your mistakes yeah i had a little um challenge to only get <laughs> my feet and below my ankles dirty fairly successful a few yeah. splashes off the leg you yeah, were well quite clumsy actually Quite I think I've
1: learnt this from this holiday. Yeah. You are quite clumsy. <laughs> on to the lessons learnt of the week. So we've ended our camping now, um, although we might be beginning it again. Potentially, we'll see. We don't know. Um, but on Friday morning we were kind of just reflecting on our camping experience and we just like to share some of the things that we've enjoyed some of the things that we're going to miss
0: yeah so i'd say like my number one thing that i'm definitely going to miss about camping would be just the freedom that it gives you Mm -hmm. like you really can uh, you can plan like we planned everything like very much day to day i'd say and uh, you're very free to go wherever you want like Mm -hmm. Sounds too cliche, but like the world is always so like you can do whatever you want. Whereas, obviously, if you don't have a camper van, you're limited to like bus times, ferry times, um, what you can get to. And whereas with, with the van, you, you can just go wherever you want, everything's also in the van, you don't have the hassle of having to slap everything from place to place mm-hmm. and having to try and transport it. It's all just there and ready for you. The same with food. Like when you're out and you're hungry here, like you're just hungry and sad. Mm. And then, whereas in the van, you can always go back to the van and you've got all your food. There's no supply and the supply's there. No hungry, Sarah. no hangriness. <laughs> like it's like I I miss the ease that the van provides. And yeah, I
1: think that's the like the main difference that we found with like coming to Sydney. Now we don't have that
0: freedom. We are a bit more limited in everything that that we're doing you Um, just you just have to try and work out how to get to places like even yesterday say going to the cinema like we had to try and get a bus there get a bus back and go to bondi tomorrow like you have to try and get the right bus times Mm -hmm. you have to organize a lot more in terms of transport yeah rather than just driving that at all rather than just driving yeah um The other thing is that, obviously in a hostel, we're in a dorm with other people, you have to be considerate of other people the same way you would want them to be considerate of you, and... uh, You can't just chat till 1am That's not as free. Like, you can't speak, you have
1: to be quiet, and you have to, like, quickly unzip all your stuff, and then put it back, and, like, it's lovely talking to people, and, like, meeting people, but
0: it's just, you're not as... Free. But even then, like, I'd say, like, if everyone was just, like, up and chatting till, like, say, 12, 1, whatever, in mm. the evening, then fine. But, like, people haven't seemed to be. People seem to be, like, in and asleep or They're out. asleep at, like, yeah. And, like, people seem to be going to sleep quite early. <laughs> so then, when we're, like, getting back to the room and people are already asleep and it's dark... The lights are off and you have to do everything with a You have to do torch. everything with a torch and, like be quiet and be quick and there's no late night chats there's no watching Netflix and like it's just like I miss that and like the same with the mornings it's if other like, people are awake then you're awake because they're waking you up or um, the noise is waking you up whatever which isn't the same as being woken up to the sound of birds and the light shining through the back of the window and everything yeah I really um, miss
1: the slow mornings yeah. like really really miss the slow mornings just so being chilled. woken
0: up in like the outdoors the yeah. outdoors
1: and you're just outdoors like all the time mm. and like just making cooking porridge on the hob like they're just obviously sitting in the yeah in yeah the sunrise yeah i mean the one thing i won't miss about camping is having to after you've made your breakfast having to wash up all the stuff without a sink and yeah you have to wash things one by one whereas like here make your dinner super easy super quick wash, wash it, really done, good. like yeah. you're done, as in it would take us about two hours in the morning from the moment we woke up to, to the moment then we leave. leave, like yeah. we'd wake up at 8am, leave yeah. at 10am. The quickest
0: us- we did it is about an hour and a half. Uh,
1: yeah, like it was it was a faff, but like slow and like, there wasn't like, really a rush, it was just like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, it's just kind of how it was. So I think what we're saying is we went through a fair camper life
0: <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we've like. learned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've learned. No but we're gonna give we're giving hostels and city life a try a bit more of a try so watch the space we might have changed your
0: minds we might not have who knows we'll see we'll see by by the next podcast episode we'll either we'll be on the road one way or another <laughs> yeah that's more just like reflections
1: yeah and then what we've learnt coming to Sydney is that Sydney is a lot more expensive than, like, we're just comparing it to
0: Melbourne and the rest of Australia, really, but... Well, no, not not just compared to to the rest of Australia, I'd say Sydney's expensive in general, going out at home doesn't cost £18. Yeah, true, like,
1: a pint at the Opera
0: House was $15. Yeah, I don't know if that is, like, it's expensive for a pint, is it expensive, you're at the Opera opera House, house, but I don't know. But I would say, in general, eating out is seems to be fairly expensive. Mm-hmm. It was mainly the going out. Like I just thought the club was ridiculously expensive. Mm. So fares are quite expensive, I think. Like, mm. the buses, the trains, the ferries are fairly expensive. Yeah. A one-way ticket to Manly was $7, which is like £4. Mm. Um, which I think is quite a bit. I think that's quite expensive, yeah. So, if you are coming to Sydney, just be aware of that. Yeah, so be mindful that it is, it is fairly expensive to, to get around to.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: now for our highs and our lows. <laughs> we love it. I started tiffs. So it's your turn I to start, start highs. highs.
1: Okay. What's my high of the week? I feel like... It feels like ages ago since we were camping. So my high is from more recently. Mm-hmm. My high was having a pint, at the opera bar, at sunset, watching the bridge, taking a few photos. It was so chilled, so relaxed. There was, like, jazz music in the background. Not jazz. It was just, like, some lovely music. Mm. Like, they were really good. And then we had pizza and we had chips. It was just so zen. It was great. I think there was a moment where you, you went to the toilet and I was just alone and I was just, like, watching the bridge and... Watching the opera house and just watching people. And I was like, wow. I think that moment was like, I'm in Sydney. Mm. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really liked it there. That was my high. I so agreed. Do I have to change mine? No, you don't have to change
0: it. So my high was at Harbour at Sunset. And it was... I just love sitting by the bar as well. Mm. We were... The opera bar is right on the river, and we were literally just sitting on a chair that looked out over the whole harbour, onto the bridge, and as it, yeah, as the sun was setting and it was getting dark, mm-hmm. it was just, it was just so beautiful, and yeah, getting pizza and chips, just the whole thing, I just really enjoyed, and it was just really nice. We both have the we same We both time. agree yeah. on our pies <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Okay, low, you can go first. My nose from... It's not any more of a low, but I'd say it was definitely a low at the start of the week. Mm. And it was all my bites.
1: All your bites, oh yeah. At the start of the, the week,
0: uh, I when we were still camping, coming to the end of our camping, my legs were just covered in bites. Mm. Uh, and uh, they were driving me mad, and they were so itchy. And by the... Towards the end, when they were, like, on my butt, I was just so done. Yeah. <gasps> and that actually is what I don't miss about camping yeah. is the insects and the bites. And if we are gonna camp again, I'm um, definitely need to gonna need to use more insect repellent. And that is a lesson I have learned, is insect repellent is essential for camping. Yeah, but you still don't use it as often as you should. Yeah, I should use it more often. Um, I spray myself more than you and I haven't had a single bite so. But <laughs> there we go, lesson learned, use insect <laughs> repellent. But that was definitely really, really annoying me at the start of the week. But since getting to Sydney, yeah, actually towards the end of camping, they've been way better and I'm not itchy anymore and I'm much preferring it. A happy hammer. So, yeah, now I'm much happier. Yeah. What was your low of the week?
1: My low of the week was probably when we were walking around Bateman's Bay on Monday. I remember feeling so, so just just a bit fed up. Like I said, I think it was more just because we had plans in our head that that morning we were going to Jervis Bay and then we were staying there two nights and then we were going to go to Blue Mountains, perfect, like, we had thought about it for ages, mm. we didn't, and, uh, like, just changing our plans all the time and we were pretty set on this plan now and then straight away, I remember, like, on the drive to Australia of Rock, we were, like, frantically trying to figure out what we should do instead And, like, I just remember not enjoying that day as much because we were just worried about what we were doing. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame that we couldn't have done it the way that we wanted to. Mm -hmm. But we still had a great time regardless. Like, Kiyama was lovely and...
0: Yeah, you wouldn't miss that stuff out if it didn't work out the way it did. Exactly. So there's always positives. There is always positives. But, yeah, at that point, it was the first time, I think, as well, like... That we had kind of planned something mm. throughout our camping, we had kind of gone a day by day, and that we had actually like planned the next four days. We had days. planned the next four days, thought this was a great idea. We had no service at the time that we were planning, as so we couldn't check these things. Yeah, and it was just when we got service the next morning after Australia Rock, and we like initially looked at Jarvis Bay, Jarvis Bay, that actually the plans didn't work, and we had to change it. And then I think also the rest of that day actually we were then like, oh we could do kayak and we could do this and by the time we got there they shut ridiculously early. so like yeah, all they of shut the at things. Yeah. So all the things that we had, the ideas I think that we had that day, uh it Fell through. Yeah, they didn't quite go to plan. Like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our upcoming plans. No no no, it's not upcoming plans. It's interesting facts. How did you forget <laughs> interesting facts? <laughs> So, we've already mentioned at the beginning of the week that we went to Highland Beach Mm. and that that is the whitest sand in the world.
0: So, that's kind of the only thing that we learned before we came to sit. I learned a fact about Minamura Rainforest that that word means plenty of fish. In what language? don't
1: know. Let me find it. The Aboriginal word for it. Do you know? Yeah, Aboriginal word. Very
0: good. Uh, There you go. Now you can carry on teaching me.
1: (laughs) So I thought I'd find some facts out about the Sydney Opera House because we've seen a lot of it this weekend, haven't we? It's only the one Opera House. (laughs) Yeah, but we've seen it from from multiple angles. We've seen it from 360 degrees, I feel like. Yeah, we have. So the first thing... Is about this design. Because it looks really cool. Mm. And apparently, 233 designs were submitted for the Opera House in 1956. And Denmark was announced the winner. You don't seem very impressed by that fact. So maybe <laughs> wow. that was <laughs> Do you want to know who the first person... I don't know who this person is. But Paul Roberson Robeson? Paul Robeson? Robeson. Was the first person to perform at Sydney Opera House. In 1960, he climbed the scaffolding and sang Old Man River to the construction workers as they ate lunch. Wow. Wow. Well, don't know who that is, but get good on him. Oh, you won't really like this, but my mum will really like this. Okay. <laughs> and your mum, is your mum a royalist? No. Oh. My brother is. Whoever <laughs> loves the Queen, Sydney Opera House was opened by Queen Elizabeth II in October 1973 she has visited four times since. Mm. That's my facts about the Opera House. Very nice. 10.9 million people visit it a year as well. Wow. That's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. This is another kind of celebrity fact about Sydney Harbour Bridge. Okay. So, as we've seen, people can climb the bridge. It's you can. Very pay, expensive. Huh. Yeah, you can pay £110, is it? I think it was about that, yeah. To climb the bridge. And do you want to guess some people who have climbed it? Um, Simon Cow. No. uh, Aunt and debt. No. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> Prince Harry. Oh,
0: I'm
1: has, going royalist. <laughs> I'm going royalist. I'm,
0: I'm going He's Got Talent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jamie Oliver. <laughs> and Kylie Minogue have all done the bridge climb. Wow. Yeah. And the entire Tottenham Spurs football team. Wow. Yeah. All climbed the bridge together. All climbed, not together, but... They've all, cra- they've all
0: climbed it. No, I don't mean uh, all of them <laughs> climbing of going the Tottenham Hotspur. Well, they're so just on like. Tottenham Hotspurs together.
1: Oh, yeah, the whole team did it together. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. <laughs> Actually, we've learnt this this week. Our friend Penny told us this a <laughs> couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that um, outside the
0: opera... Oh, yeah, this looks really cool. So by the opera house on the harbour, they're doing Phantom of the Opera... Um, so they're building the stage and all the set at the moment, and it's going to be on... 25th of March, because that's the day we're leaving. Yeah, cause... so it starts on the 25th of March, and it runs throughout April, and it looks really, really cool. Oh, I do ha- did learn some interesting seal facts at the zoo. The seals are 200 pounds, and they can balance their entire body weight on their two fins.
1: Yeah, hands, we... fins. On their flippers.
0: Yeah, and their two flippers, their entire body weight. I was quite impressed by that. It was
1: very it's impressive, yeah. So those are our interesting facts of the week.
0: Upcoming plans. So our upcoming plans from now is, like we said, we're going to be staying in... Sydney. ...in base for the next three nights. So tomorrow our plan is to go to Bondi. Um, maybe we'll do the Bondi-Takuji coastal walk because that's meant to be really nice. And then... After that, yes, we're going to be in Sydney for the next couple of nights, but the plans really depend on what we're going to do after that. Yeah. Basically, we are having
1: dilemmas in terms of whether we should go back to the campervan life and travel the rest from Sydney up to Cairns, Cairns, to camper campervan. By spaceship. By spaceship, because... We want another Juju, we want another Juicy Van, but they're all booked up from Sydney. Yeah. So we'd have to do a spaceship instead. Which still looks okay. We could call it something completely different, might be really exciting. Yeah. We don't know. But the only thing is, we don't know whether we should give hostels and getting Greyhound buses more of a chance. Mm. um, Because the buses would, like we just haven't experienced the buses yet. Um, but the only problem is that the buses only run every Friday to Monday. From Sydney to Brisbane. Yes. so the thing is, just buses, you are limited. Like, we'd have to stay a whole week in Barron Bay to then move on. It's just this flexibility issue that... it's It's flexibility versus meeting other people, other backpackers. I'd say that's our main issue. So, what's the space... We don't know what's happening, but you will find out in our next episode. Yeah,
0: because by then we
1: will be leaving Sydney for sure, one <laughs> way or the other. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to keep following what we're
0: doing, please follow our Spotify. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Traveling Two Podcast, um, or drop us an email at the Traveling Two Pod at Gmail dot com. Yeah, again, we love hearing from
1: you if you have. Any questions, any stories, anything you want to share with us, please do. And also, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on Spotify, any five-star reviews, whatever you want, (laughs) any feedback, (laughs) go for it. Okay, and we'll be back next week. Yeah. Bye!